This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we begin a series called Radicalis, Developing Spiritual Roots. In these lessons, we'll learn how to live a life that is deeply rooted in Christ and His Word, so that we can become all God has created us to be. Now in just a few minutes, we're going to tell you how to get a copy of the Daily Hope Gold Scripture Box called Verses of Hope, a great way to keep God's Word right at your fingertips all year round. You can go to PastorRick.com or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004 to find out more. Now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called Radical Gratitude. I want to begin with a letter that I received recently that I think actually represents the way a lot of people feel. And it goes like this, Dear Pastor Rick, I am so tired of going through the motions. I'm fed up with business as usual. Nothing really excites me or energizes me anymore. I've been in a slump for so long now, I don't know if I can get out of it. But I don't like it one bit. I'm filled with a jumble of emotions. I'm frustrated, I'm bored, I'm unfulfilled. I tend to focus on what's wrong and I can be cynical about everything. The bad news is that I take out my frustration on the people I love the most, my family. Pastor Rick, I need a major change in my life. They need a radical change in their life is what they need. You know, this week, I had the TV on while we were cleaning up and there was this wonderful documentary on the sci-fi channel on zombies. (laughs) Now, as a pastor, I thought, I need to know about zombies. So I I watched this this spoof documentary on The Walking Dead. And uh, as I watched it, I, I realized a lot of people in life are spiritual zombies. They're just going through the motions. They're mindlessly sleepwalking through life. They don't really have any plans. They don't really have any goals. They don't really put their heart into what they're doing. They're spiritual zombies. They're sleepwalking through life. Now, friends, if I were to ask you and you were to be honest, would you change something looking back if you could? How many of you would say, yes, that's true? Yeah, I think that's pretty universal. All of us would. The problem is you can't. You can't change the past. You can't do anything about it. It's over. It's dead. It's done with. Your past is past. And nothing is going to change the past decade. But you can change the next one. Are you going to be a better person 10 years from now? You say, well, I don't know. Well, I can tell you, if you say, I don't know, you won't be because it's gotta be intentional. If you wanna grow, if you wanna develop, if you wanna be better tomorrow, you gotta make some radical changes now. You need radical change in your life. Now, this word radical is a word that's misunderstood today because people don't know the original meaning of it. Today, radical means fanatical. We don't need any more fanatics in the world. We need more radicals, but we don't need any more fanatics. Today, radical, a lot of people think it means over the top. 
It means excessive. It means extreme. It means on the edge, either religious-wise or political-wise. That You know, they're the extremists. They're the radicals. Or, or we use it as a, as a synonym for cool, for hip, for, you know, that's rad, that's radical. But actually, the word radical comes from the 14th century Latin word radicalis, which means from the roots. And what radical means is to be rooted in the original. That's what radical means, rooted in the original. You know, uh, we, we get the word radish from the same word. Radix in Latin is the word for root. We get the word radish, which is basically just a big root. Uh, when we talk about eradicating something, that means to pull it up by its roots. It's the same word, radical. And in every area of life, radical doesn't mean extreme. It means rooted in the original source. For instance, in medicine, when we talk about radical surgery, that means you root out the disease at its root. You are going to cut it out. You're not, gonna, you're not putting a Band-Aid over it. You're rooting out the root source of the disease, radical surgery. In botany, the radical leaves are the leaves closest to the root. They're at the bottom of the stem. Those are called the radical leaves on any plant. In mathematics, the radical number is the root of the equation. And the radical sign in math is the square root or the cube root. The radical in math is the root of the equation. In chemistry, a radical is two atoms. It's the smallest unit. It's the, it's the unit of a smallest amount. And a free radical, you've heard about that, is an unpaired electron. It's the smallest root you can get in a molecule. In linguistics, the radical means two or three consonants that form the root of a word. And in grammar, the radical word is the root word once you've taken off the prefixes or the suffixes. What we need today are radical believers. Not fanatical believers, but radical believers who go back to the New Testament, who go back to the Bible, who go back to what God intended for us to do in the first place. Without all the trappings and without all of the traditions and without all the rules and regulations and restrictions to go back to the original words of Jesus, that's a radical believer. And I want you to be that kind of believer in the next decade. When I wrote the book Purpose Driven Life in 2002, I personally paid for the cover. I hired an artist from the Midwest to design a woodcut of an oak tree with the roots exposed. It's very well known, here it is on the, on the screen, you know, that oak tree with the roots exposed. When I showed that to the publishing department at Zondervan, they hated it. They said, those roots look ugly. You can't just have roots flying out in the air. Uh, why don't you just have a pretty picture of a tree? I said, you don't understand, this is intentional. This is a book about the roots of living. Purpose-driven life is about being rooted in the five purposes that God created every human being. It's going back to the roots of Christianity. So I want the roots exposed. It's intentional. And purpose-driven life was about radical living. I just never used the word because I didn't think people would understand it. But I want you to be rooted in God, to rooted in love, rooted in faith, rooted in hope. Now, the Bible has a lot to say about having spiritual roots. If you look on your outline, the Bible says in Colossians chapter 2, just as you accepted Christ Jesus 
as your Lord, you must continue to live in obedience to him. Let your roots grow down into him and draw up nourishment from him. Now notice he says, just as you accepted Christ, you live in him the same way. In other words, the way you become a believer is the way you continue as a believer. The way you're saved is the way you live the Christian life. The way you become a part of the family of God is the way you continue. How did you become a believer? Not by promising to do good, not by working real hard, not by keeping a bunch of rules and regulations. There's only one way to become a part of God's family. Accept his love, accept his grace, accept his forgiveness. Put your faith in his love. And the Bible says, just as you were saved, you live the Christian life the same way. It's not saved by grace, live by works. A lot of people think, well, I accept God's love and I become a believer, then I work real hard the rest of my life to prove that I'm worthy of it. No. He says, just as, that means the same way you became a believer, you continue. What is it? You're rooted in God's love. Most people don't get this. Even people who've been believers for a long time don't understand what it means to be rooted radically rooted in God's love. Look at the next verse. The Bible says in Ephesians 3, may your roots go down deep into the soil of God's marvelous love. And may you have the power to understand how wide and how long and how high and how deep his love really is. And may you experience this love. In other words, not just know it. Oh, yeah, 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 I know God loves me. He says, may you feel it at the gut level. I want you to experience. I want you to experience daily what it means to really feel loved by God, unconditionally loved by God, so that you know no matter what happens in your life, God is never going to stop loving you. And you love him back with that same kind of love. He said, that's what it means to be rooted. May your roots go down in the soil of his love. May you experience the love of Christ, though it is so great You'll never fully understand it. Our brain capacity isn't big enough. But he says, then, if you do these things, if you root your life, radically root your life in how much God loves you, and you think about that every day, he says, then you will be filled with the fullness of life. That means a fulfilling life, a meaningful life, a significant life a purpose-driven life, a life of compassion and completion, a life where you get up in the morning with renewed energy and new vigor and new vim and new vitality because you go, man, I know what my purpose is. I know what God made me to do. And you don't lose that spark. And you're not a spiritual zombie. You're not just sleepwalking through life, kind of letting life tell you where to go instead of knowing where you're going. He says, then you'll be filled with the fullness of life and power that comes from God. Most people live powerless lives. They have no power to change their habits. They have no power to change their circumstances. They have no power to change their own lives. Why? Because they're not rooted in the love of God. Now, the Bible, as I said, has much to say about growing spiritual roots. He says, I want you rooted, radically rooted in God's love. In fact, Every single problem in your life comes because you don't have the deep enough spiritual roots. How do you know when you don't have deep spiritual roots? Worry, fear, anxiety, stress, guilt, shame, boredom, loneliness, 
resentment, bitterness. These are the results of not having deep spiritual roots. One of Jesus' most famous stories in the Bible is called the parable of the sower. And he tells this story about a farmer who goes out onto his field and he takes his uh, seed and he's kind of throwing it out. He's broadcasting the seed. He's not planting one at a time. And he says, as he throws the seed out in his field, it, it falls on four different kinds of soil. And Jesus said, this represents four kinds of hearts of receptivity we can have toward God. He says there's the, the hard heart that doesn't even let the seed grow, and he said there's the shallow heart that the roots don't go down deep enough, and he says there's the, the, uh, the crowded heart where the roots get choked out, and he says then there's the good soil where deep spiritual roots are built. And Jesus says the reason why people start off good in life and then blow it, why they start off so well and then they lose their joy and they get stuck in a funk and they, they, they get in this spiritual zombie thing is they don't have spiritual roots. So they're blown away by everything that happens. Notice this verse on the screen. The Bible says in Matthew 13, Jesus said they don't have deep roots, so they don't last very long. As soon as life gets hard, like a recession, or the message gets them in trouble, they give up. You ever felt like giving up? Whenever you feel like giving up, it is a sign your roots aren't deep enough. Your spiritual roots aren't radical enough. They're not ingrown into the soil of God's love enough. If you've been feeling like giving up, and a lot of people do at the end of the year, for December is the, often the most depressing month for many people because they look at all of what they didn't get accomplished. They feel like giving up on their marriage or giving up on their dream or giving up on their desire to ever get married or have a baby, or giving up on their desire to have some big goal in life, don't do that. I can help you develop spiritual roots. Now contrast the person who has no roots, who says he just withers and wilts whenever problems and difficulties and trials and troubles and temptations come. Contrast that with a person who has deep spiritual roots. Jeremiah talks about that kind of person in chapter 17 of Jeremiah. On the screen, here's what he says. By the way, this verse, Jeremiah 17, is the first verse in Purpose Driven Life before the first chapter. I was writing about this, I just wasn't using the word radical. The Bible says, blessed are those, you wanna be blessed by God? Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. In other words, their confidence isn't in their job, their hope isn't in their marriage, their trust isn't in other people. Blessed are the Lord, those who trust in the Lord and have made him their hope and confidence. And then he gives a metaphor. He says, they're like, a tr like trees planted along a riverbank. He said, with roots that reach deep into the water. And then he says, people who have deep spiritual roots, there are four things you can see in their lives. And he gives it here in this metaphor. He says, such trees who have deep roots, he says, they're not bothered by the heat, number one. He said, number two, they're not worried by long months of drought. He said, number three, their leaves stay green. And number four, they go right on producing delicious fruit, no matter what happens. Now, this verse, God is talking about you. And he's saying, there are four things here that if you'll develop deep spiritual roots, will be true in your life. He said, number one, he says, that when the heat's on, you don't wilt. 
He says they do not, they do not wilt. They do not, uh, they're not bothered by the heat. And what's he talking about there? He's talking about pressure. How do you know when somebody doesn't have spiritual roots? They crumble under stress. They cave in under pressure. When you don't have deep spiritual roots, pressure comes on and it baffles and batters and bashes you around and you just get drawn uh, drawn along like a tumbleweed because you don't have any roots and you get blown this way and that way and this way and that way and the pressure's on and the heat's on and you get fried. He says, if you got deep roots, heat doesn't bother you. Bring it on. I can handle the heat. Why? Because I've got deep roots. I'm not depending on it to rain. He said, that's the second thing. He said, not only that, they're not worried by drought. People who have deep spiritual roots, they're not worried about the recession. They don't care if it goes on 10 years because their source is not in their job. Their hope is not in the economy. Their trust is not in the stock market. Their roots are in the love of God. And he goes, when the drought's on, I'm not worried about it, why? Because my source of nutrition and nourishment and strength and refreshment is coming from the river, not from the rain, and we don't know when it's gonna rain again. He says, you're not baffled by circumstances when you got roots. And he says, your leaves stay green year round, you're an evergreen, you don't dry up in the winter, in the fall. And he says, you keep on producing fruit. That's what God wants to do. He wants you to be productive year round, no matter what kind of circumstances you're going through. Now, what is the fruit that he's talking about here? The Bible calls spiritual fruit, the fruit of the spirit. It's listed in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, and there are nine qualities. The spiritual fruit are love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, meekness, self-control. Those are things I want in your life. Those are things I want in my life. I want to have more self-control. I want to be more joyful. I want to be more at peace. I want to be more loving. I want to be overflowing in patience. That's spiritual fruit. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We're so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. You can get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered right to your inbox every day. Just go to PastorRick.com and sign up for his free daily devotional. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first... You know, in order to live for God in the most meaningful way possible, we need to have His Word deep down in our hearts. That's why Pastor Rick created a spiritual growth tool called the Verses of Hope Scripture Box. Here's Rick to tell you more. One of the most powerful ways you can transform your spiritual life is to memorize Scripture. You say, I can't do that. Oh, yes, you can. The Bible says in Proverbs 7, verse 2, guard my words as your most precious possession. Write them down and keep them deep within your heart. To keep them deep in your heart, you have to remember them. That's why I've had my team create a beautiful gold scripture box so you can practice memorizing the verses that we give you and some that you can develop on your own. Now, we've started a collection of 40 verses about hope. These are going to encourage you when you feel down and discouraged. It's a collection that will help you keep God's Word in you so you have it when you need it. 
Now, I had a graphic artist create Bible verse cards with multiple graphic designs and really cool colors, so you're going to enjoy studying these verses. It's not just words on a blank card, but the colors will actually help you remember uh, these Bible verses. And it help you develop the habit of memorizing Scripture. We've included 64 full-color decorated cards with lines that you can practice writing out your favorite verses. So in addition to the 40 verses of hope, you can write down verses that are meaningful to you, that come to you in your quiet time. And I want to encourage you to use these cards to write down the scriptures that you want to put in your mind and to hide in your heart. And then when you need them, the Holy Spirit can bring them back to mind. Now, the Holy Spirit can't bring up something you haven't put in your heart or in your mind. So store them in this beautiful gold box. It's a real pretty box that will make a great conversation piece. Now, my hope is that this tool will help you learn to love God's Word, listen to God's Word, and live God's Word as you share it with others. Now, while you're working on these verses and some of the verses you want to do, my team's actually working on new sets of Bible verses that will be released throughout the year that you can add to your collection. So I hope you'll get this tool. We're doing it for you. We'll send you the Gold Verses of Hope Scripture Box when you give a gift today to help Daily Hope take the hope of Jesus to people around the world. Quantities are limited, so be sure to act quickly. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy of this great resource. That's PastorRick.com, or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. That's the word daily to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.